Welcome to McCrayBroadcasting.com. As this week's podcast is going to be something special because I have a very special guest. And it's kind of not a sports topic, which we usually uh, talk about, but it is something that happened recently. And it just kind of made me start thinking about the topic. And then I just started doing, doing research. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so much here that is really fascinating. And um, I don't know. I just thought it'd be a good topic. And I try to keep a, keep um, the podcast going each week and and uh, be, be have something interesting and entertaining or, and whatever. And I think this is a interesting and entertaining topic. And it is coincidence. And instances of coincidence have happened occasionally in my life. I mean, maybe a handful of times, but one specifically this past week kind of got me start, started thinking about coincidences. And um, my fiance, Tiffany McKenzie, is our guest. And she was there when this happened. And that's kind of got us started talking about coincidences. So you were bold enough to uh, to come in and... and um, <laughs> Talk about coincidences with me. So thank you so much for, for being my first ever guest on McCrary Broadcasting Podcast. Sure. Thanks for having me. Honored to be your first ever guest you, on McCreary Broadcasting. I yeah. feel like this is becoming a family thing. For right now, it's McCreary and, and future McCreary Broadcasting. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I love it. I love it. So um, we, were, we were taking the dogs for a walk um, last, oh, this week. Mm -hmm. This week, because it was the 4th of July weekend, and we had Monday off, and we take the dogs for a walk, and we didn't have earbuds in or anything. We're just going to sit there and chat and talk and whatever, and and as we're walking, something, it just hit me in my in my head. I out, just wanted to, Out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere, out of left field. It, but I, it was like I occasionally start thinking about trying to remember my teacher's names from grade school and middle school. It's more difficult in high school because you moved around so much. I do remember a lot of high school teachers, but but not like my elementary school teachers. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I just started thinking about it. And I asked you while we're walking, do you ever think about your... your you said, do you remember your elementary school yeah. teachers? Yeah, do you remember? Because in my mind, I'm, mm -hmm. I started trying to name my own elementary school teachers in my head. <laughs> and and uh, it was silly. We're just walking the dogs. And I said, yeah, do you, do you remember your elementary school teacher's names? Do you ever, can you name them all? And you said, yeah, because you only had like three. Right. Well, that, mine was much easier experience in elementary school because each of my teachers in, in, from kindergarten to first grade and then second to third and then fourth to fifth did what we called, they looped with us, meaning the teacher was going to be moving up in the grade that they were teaching. So they just stayed with the same group of kids. So I had the same teacher for kindergarten and first grade. I had a new teacher in second grade and she looped with us up to third grade. And then I had one from fourth grade and fifth grade. Um, so in response to that question, I felt like I was kind of cheating and saying, yeah, I remember all of my teachers, but I had three. So that yeah. was really easy. Yeah. And I went to uh, elementary school in Hampton, Virginia, and my first school was with elementary, and it's no longer a school there. It's a beautiful building, though. Me and me and my brother John went there for kindergarten and first grade. And uh, I remembered my teacher's names. I remember my, my teacher in first grade's name. Just to move the story along, I started thinking about 
naming those teachers mm -hmm. and 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 getting through into um through with when I was in first and second uh kindergarten and first grade, second through fifth, I went to Armstrong Elementary um in Hampton. And then my family moved to Marietta, Georgia, and I went to Dickerson Middle School and they did the pod system where you have four teachers, a homeroom teacher, and then mm -hmm. each teacher has its own subject. And I remember each teacher, my home homeroom teacher was Miss Burris and Miss Weintraub was my uh, math teacher and Miss Sussman who uh, I found out as of like last year is still a teacher at oh <laughs> Dickerson Middle School. What makes this even funnier is that's not a reference like you'd hear in other podcasts, people saying, you know, well, back when I was in high school yeah. and you listen a little further and it was like, oh, you were in high school last year. So yeah. we're not talking about a long time. No, ago. I'm old. you and you in middle school. We're talking about and that was 80, 30, 86, five years. You and jerk. She's still a teacher there. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> Sorry. You can cut it out. I'm muting you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so it was a while ago. And but um, my my Ava's friend goes to Dickerson and she had she actually had Miss Sussman. Mm -hmm. So and I'm naming the teachers and I named this one specific teacher and we had to be careful because we, we you know, we don't want to put anyone's business out there. But we we start talking about the, the teacher and I named this one teacher who has a, a fairly uh, unusual name mm -hmm. and you recognized it and said, wow, that's unusual because I've had contact with someone recently. With well, yeah, you said you said this last name and emphasized it's not even said in the way that you would expect it to be yeah, said. The spelling. They, yeah, out of the spelling, you would expect it to be this way. And I feel like a lot of other people would say it this way. But she asked that we say it this way instead. And I was just like, that's so unusual because at work, I have had a client and somewhat still hear from her, not a whole lot. I've had a client with that last name who said it that way. Uh, and it's so unusual. It would just... How many people have, right. how many of those last names could there be, you right. know? So that, that got us thinking, could this be the same person? Could, could, could the person you worked with be my sixth grade teacher? Mm -hmm. And I came home and I got my yearbook out and it's the same person. Mm -hmm. It's the your, same. Your sixth grade teacher. My sixth grade social studies teacher. Mm -hmm. Is someone that I have been working with yeah. for the past year or so as a client. And no connection, no someone in the middle that we both know sent her to me for work. He, you out of nowhere brought up the subject of teachers on this dog walk and she happened to come up. Three and a half decades later. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half decades later. You're not bitter. And uh, yeah, so so uh, and, and that got, got me thinking of coincidences and there uh, there's been a couple coincidences coincidences in my life my dad knows everybody mm -hmm. and we joke about him knowing everybody he was in the air force for 25 years then he became a school teacher at uh, dunwoody high school in the rotc program and we've we've been out and people come up to him and and colonel mccrary and and they know him from dickerson or know him mm -hmm. from the military to the point where my daughters went to cape may new jersey for a wedding family related wedding and at the hotel they were at someone recognized my dad and came up to him my mom to this day still thinks that he paid them off to come up <laughs> and and pretend they knew him but so i this wasn't somebody who was there 
for the for wedding. the wedding. No. This wasn't somebody who was there no. from Georgia and no. happened. Oh my gosh! No, <laughs> Cape May, New Jersey. My dad will talk to anybody though. That I have noticed. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, but yeah, those those coincidences happen um, occasionally, and that was one that just made me think about all these other coincidences in in life that. That happened. I mean, I've had, a, a, like I said, I've had a couple in my life and you're like, wow, what a small world. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the military, um, I got stationed in Aviano, Italy and uh, happened to be checking out in the military. You check out your your weapons and your ammo and stuff before you go to work. And the guy who hands me my rifle, I went to basic training with and had no clue. In Aviano. Yeah. And here we are. I mean, San Antonio, Texas, and now three and a half years later. Now it's Air Force, so there's a connection there. Sure, but yeah. But it's like, I, I, I look at him, he looks at me, and mm-hmm. you make that connection. Mm-hmm. My friend, uh, uh, Craig Ford, who I've talked about, I uh, worked at TV23 with him in, Cobb, in the Cobb County's government station. And we were talking about the space shuttle, NASA's program. Um, I think it had been canceled and they had defunded or whatever the case may be. And, uh, I, I wanted to be an astronaut as a kid and always wanted to be, um, on the space shuttle, fly the space shuttle until the challenger incident happened in 1985, which uh, made me think otherwise might convince anybody to rethink. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Columbia happened and, and, uh, but we were talking about, I got to see one shuttle launch in my entire life. And we went to Florida for a, uh, the launch. And I think, you know, it had to be. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was before <laughs> or after the Challenger incident, but I think it was after. I think it was one of the first relaunches after the the, the Challenger incident, mm-hmm. and um, it was a night launch. We were my family was at Disney World. My mom and dad, and my brothers were at Disney World. From the hotel, you can see the launch launches take place there. It's like a dot going up into the sky, but you can see. But it. you can you know what it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, and everyone's kind of mm-hmm. on that side of the hotel gets to see it, and we were talking about it. And he, uh, Craig was like, yeah, you know, I saw one launch too. And it, it was also a night launch. And he goes, I think it was like 1986 or something. I go, yeah, mine was like 1986. He goes, yeah, mine was like November. I'm like, wait a second. Mine was in November. And we looked it up and we saw the same launch <laughs> from two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just stupid things like that that don't mean anything. But uh, it's just one of those moments when you're like, what are the odds? Yeah. 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 What are the odds? Yeah. And, and, um, you know, you and I talked about coincidences in, in your life. It's something that, that happened, um, when you started as a, as a trying to, you know, as a lawyer and you're going through law school looking, trying to figure out what you wanted to do. Yeah. So, uh, I actually worked in dispatch at a county sheriff's office before law school. So going into law school, I had an interest in trying to find a way to incorporate the law enforcement aspect of my background into a legal career going forward. And I remember talking to people and kind of looking for an opportunity. At the time, I was questioning you. Are there police departments who have in-house counsel? Do they have certain attorneys that they keep on retainer who help them when they have like the department has a legal issue come up? And I started looking into that, trying to research it and um, found one attorney in particular in the Atlanta area who who specializes in stuff like that. 
And I reached out to him, uh, just, you know, found him on his website. I reached out to him, sent him a message asking if he offered internships. And this was when I was still in law school. If he offered internships, um, you know, if he'd be willing to let me come and, and work there for the summer or whatever he was willing to do. And I actually did start working there, had an internship with him, I think the summer after my second year of law school. And while working there, and this is not a, a big firm where you got a ton of people and you may have a connection to one of the hundreds that are there. This is, was a small firm. He had four, himself included, four attorneys that worked there. Uh, maybe, I mean, less than 10 support staff total. And the lead attorney's wife worked there in kind of a marketing role. And just in spending time around this group of people, ended up finding out that, I think I just talked about my family a little bit, his wife recognized my mom. His wife, when I told my parents' names, his wife said, I went to school with your parents. And specifically with my mom, she went from daycare through high school to school with my mom. And she remembered, I, we talk about it most times I see her, she remembers seeing my mom in daycare in roller skates. And she told me how jealous she was of my mom and her roller skates because she thought she was such a good skater and it was so cool. And there was no connection to me ending up at that firm. Right. I just had the interest that he was the only person that seemed to practice in the area I was looking for and, and was already there. And then we put it together. There was this, she had this connection to my parents. Well, that reminds me, and we talked about that this past weekend. Uh -huh. I went up to Blairsville and saw your family, mm -hmm. but, uh, it reminds me of this. And I didn't, hadn't thought about this, um, until just now when you said that. So my parents grew up in a very rural part of Virginia. Hillsville, Galax, Cana, Carroll County, Virginia, very on the on the um, borderline of Virginia and North Carolina, mm -hmm. near Fancy Gap Mountain. And now being being a police officer down here, and I worked. Yeah. Can I throw in another note there? Yeah. Does this is I didn't know that was a, a Carroll County area that my family and I grew up. In the farthest west part of Douglas County, almost at the Carroll County line. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> no connection whatsoever, but I no. get what you're saying. It's just funny. Your family yeah. came from the Carroll, Carroll County, County area. <laughs> yeah, Virginia. Um, but so I I'm working one night and I get a call on Thornton Road that there's a car broken down or in the, in the roadway or a road hazard or something. And as I pull up to the car... I, there's puke all over the side of the car. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all right. I may have to change the rating on, on anchor on this one, but Ugh. no. So, um, so I'm like, okay, it could be someone was driving home drunk and then mm -hmm. left the car there or whatever. It was kind of sitting out. It was kind of hanging out into the, so into you saw the, right the car, lane. but you didn't see a person. In I couldn't see the person in it. Okay. Um, but there's definitely puke all over the side of the car. And, then I noticed that the exhaust was billowing out of the exhaust pipe. So I'm like, this thing's running. Mm -hmm. So I walk up and there's a guy in the driver's seat passed out, completely passed out. And I knock on the window, shine my, it's that night, shine them my flashlight in his eyes. Finally he comes to and 
you know, glassy eyed and just mm-hmm. whatever. And he rolls the window down. And I can smell that odor of alcohol oh, and yep. puke and yep. grossness. And I'm like, sir, how are you doing? And, you know, I'm Officer McCreary. And, you know, are you all right? And he goes, oh, yeah, I ran out of gas. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, your car's running. So he goes, oh, oh well, my buddy must have gone and gotten some. And uh, I'm good to go. I'm like, well, don't put it in gear now. <laughs> I need to see your driver's license and, and, and uh, insurance card. Well, this is a rental and so on. So I said, okay, well, do you know where you are? He said, yes, sir. I'm in Galax, Virginia. What? Yeah. <laughs> now. How far is Galax, Virginia from Thornton Road? 300 miles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So, and I'm thinking, I know where Galax, Virginia is. Yeah. Not many people do, but I know where Galax, Virginia is. And I, and it just kind of took me for, it took kind of, I just said, I said, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. You're in Cobb County, Georgia. And he, oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. I didn't say. I said, no, that's not right. Let me see your driver's license and, and registration or insurance, rather. Did you tell him, strike one. Yeah. Guess again. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah. he's DUI. Mm-hmm. He's passed out. He's hanging his, his cars, you know. And supposedly he had a passenger, but I never saw one. Um, I get him out of the car and he has, his pants are soaking wet. So not oh, only has he puked all over himself, he's peed mm-hmm. all over himself too he's a just complete disaster and um i come back to my car and said listen sir you know uh i believe you're a dui and i'd like to do it, some evaluations on you and he goes sir i gotta apologize i i do know where i am i'm in north carolina and i said no you're not <laughs> north carolina either so uh i'll get through the dui and i ended up arresting him for dui and sitting in the back of the car and we start talking and I always was polite to people. As long as you're polite to me and respectful to me, mm-hmm. I was respectful to you. And, and we started talking and, um, I said, you know, my family's from the Galax area. I know where Galax, Virginia is. He had kind of sobered up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Having been handcuff- out there for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was cold and having handcuffs uh-huh. put on you sobers you up a little bit. And he, um, he, he realized he was, he was a furniture a purchaser. He would come, he would purchase furniture and there's all kind of market. North Carolina is known for that kind of stuff. That, mm-hmm. that part of the country, that part of Virginia, North Carolina is known for their, their furniture. So, um, he was doing something there and they had gone downtown and, and hit the bars and everything. So, um, he realized he was in Atlanta and we had been talking and he, he misidentified that where he was in Galax. And I told him I knew where Galax was and we started talking and, um, I told him my dad went to Virginia Tech and and turns out he uh, had some connection with Virginia Tech. I don't, I'm not really sure. I don't remember what, mm-hmm. but he had some connection. I ended up taking him to jail and he was a nice guy and and he was in the wrong and he owned up to it and good stuff. Well, fast forward about six months, eight months later, where we have the trial, the DUI trial. Mm-hmm. And I'm really surprised it's going to trial because I mean, I have on video in the car and everything. And he shows up at trial and he, he comes and he shakes my hand, sir, you know, thank you so much for being so kind. And, you know, it was a, it was, you know, I may, he was in the wrong, he admitted it. And he shows me his Virginia tech class ring. Um, he he had graduated from there associated with somehow we, he remembered that part Mm -hmm. that, uh, and so, and he pled guilty in front of the judge, right? He's the judge. I plead guilty. And the judge says, um, you, you came here from Virginia to plead guilty. 
And he said, I did. Um, I drove down here. I wanted to thank the officer for, for helping, you know, making it a pretty good experience for what was happening. And, and, uh, so I drove down here and the judge says, you know, your license is suspended immediately. How are you going to get back home? <laughs> oh, no. Right? Because he's Tell released. He brought someone with him. He, yeah. Time served. He's released, pays the fine, doesn't have to spend any more time in jail. Mm-hmm. And he, the guy looks at me like he, like, Maybe I'm going to drive him back to Virginia. Right. Like you were so nice. Yeah. I thought you were going to yeah. let me. Oh, no. no. So uh, the judge says, listen, I'm going to lunch. We're breaking for lunch. This is the last trial before lunch. Do not let me find you mm-hmm. driving. And the guy, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I will not. I'll find a, I'll, I'll fly back home or whatever. And I'm like, okay, good. I shake the guy's hand. Hey, congratulations. You know, I'm I'm not congratulations, but (laughs) you know, it's nice meeting you under the circumstances. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. but you know, whatever. And pleasant, you know, um, goodbye and, and whatever. About a week later, I'm in the judge's courtroom again. And judge called uh, after the trial. He's, calls me back to his the little hallway behind and he says you know i saw that guy driving on lunch oh, and no. pulled him over and had a, a deputy come arrest him for driving while suspended <gasps> and he got arrested again so wait 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 the judge was sitting out at lunch the judge well, was like on the square the judge something. was on the square <gasps> and saw the guy come out get in his car and drive off and the judge did it pulled him over and, and had the deputies come arrest him right there I mean, was the judge in the car or did he just like I step up from his lunch table? No, and, I think he was in a go car. Go stand in front of the guy's car or something. I think, I think the judge conducted a traffic stop somehow, some way. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh my God. I felt terrible for the guy. Well, I know. I mean, you kind of do and you don't because that almost could have been leeway from the judge. Like, don't let me see you. That was that, that means exactly a very different thing than do not drive back. It was. Don't let me see you driving. That's exactly what it was. Oh, no. That was, we break from lunch from 1 to 2.30. Yeah. Don't let me see you drive. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind after 2.30 because we're back in session. It's really not that hard. I felt bad for the guy. But a coincidence of him being from Galax, Mm -hmm. Virginia and and having no no clue. Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, that was a a long-winded story, but... (laughs) Uh, anyway, so that got me thinking about coincidences. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about historical coincidences. The most known coincidence probably is the Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy connections and, and, uh, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, who were instrumental in, in writing the constitution and of course the declaration of independence. And so when we come back, we'll have those stories and more because there's two of my favorite coincidence stories i guess they're coincidence stories of all time and we'll get into that when we return on the prairiebroadcasting.com <laughs> 